Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back in. Uh, split show. I am in the uh, state of North Dakota. Jimmy and uh, Nick are back in the studio in uh, Omaha. Beautifully located at 50th and Capitol. Super Bowl comes your way on uh, Sunday. Uh, Brian Edwards got his favorite prop bets. That's coming up at about 945 uh, in our brief time together tomorrow, we'll uh, dive into the uh, Super Bowl with picks and what's going to happen in uh, that game uh, between the Chiefs and the 49ers last night. Both uh, Nebraska and Creighton lose. How did the Creighton Providence game end up on FS2? I don't know. That would that is that, that reeks of Creighton DePaul. Whether we're CBS Sports <laughs> or Creighton, and that I thought that would be a Creighton DePaul game. And yeah, the, the Dave Sims Donnie Marshall combo was. Not the best. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm drinking coffee, which, by the way, the hotel room coffee isn't was bad it? here. Right. But but I think Donnie Marshall just mentioned UConn, so let me drink it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, just uh, make sure you keep it flowing there. Um, now, what was awesome last night, and I'm sure other people had a chance to do this, is on MultiView YouTube TV. You could have the Nebraska mm-hmm. and the Creighton game side to side. So I eventually went over to Rough. the audio of the Nebraska Northwestern game, but to have the split screens right there, that was that was a nice little added bonus uh, from that. But yeah, I have no idea because I remember when we were looking at the games in the schedule yesterday, knowing that Nebraska was on BTN and that you had the earlier game was going to be Wisconsin Michigan because Jimmy was bitching about it being a late game as <sighs> Jimmy tends to do. And but I stayed up and watched. It. I know, good on you, man. And we then I looked at the Creighton. Uh, game and I'm like, oh, and that one will be on FS2, and I almost had to give that a double take. Like, wait a minute, I did too. What are they just going to stream the game too, or what? But yeah, it, calling it remotely. Yeah, that if if it's not DePaul, what the hell are you on FS2? I don't get that. That's a pretty good uh, game to stick there. It's uh, if you are a Mariners fan and a Creighton uh, basketball fan, you were kind of mixed last night. You <laughs> love Dave Sims when he's doing mm. the Mariners in the summer. A lot of people didn't like Dave Sims and Donnie Marshall last night. I mean, it was. It was just a let's just say it was a bad night of viewing for basketball yeah. because you didn't like the FS2 crew and Bardo was doing the Nebraska game. And yeah. Bardo in the Nebraska fan base in terms of commentators on the Big 10 is uh, even despite his love for Isaiah Roby <laughs> is not near the top. That was that was just that was just a bad night overall. Well yeah, cuz you had Kugler and Hummel doing you had Kugler and uh, Robbie Hummel doing the Wisconsin Michigan game. So you didn't get, yeah, see, you didn't and, get the A team on that you, one. If you want an upset, you send Kugler courtside. That's true. Unfortunately for Nebraska, it was a six and a half point dog last night. He didn't show up in Evanston after yeah. he got done uh, in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. And the game wasn't on the cock last night either. So there was that element. I mean, there were a lot of signs pointing to this was not going to go me, well you, for Nebraska. You, you cut out there. What did you say you got on the what? I said the game wasn't on the cock oh, last night. Come on. Excuse me. Uh, the, all, all, all signs pointing to I should not have taken the bait on taking Nebraska to win that game because all signs pointed to Nebraska was going to lose. And Valentine's Day is next week, Nick. <laughs> Do what you will with that. Grab your jammies. <laughs> I miss those spots. Oh, yeah. The pajama gram. Yeah. yeah, we did the pajama gram. And uh-huh. uh, 
the people that ran Pajamagram were not very happy with uh, <laughs> our embellishment of what you could do with the jammies. Oh, I can only imagine. And so our, our endorsement lasted like a week. <laughs> they're like, that's highly inappropriate what you're saying. Did you say their copy was highly inappropriate? It, only, it, it was only natural to do that because I remember having to read exactly. for them before as well. I'm like, wait, exactly. am I supposed to say this? Then yeah. you figure, well, if this is their copy, then all bets are off. Let's have fun with this. Uh, a couple emails here. This is uh, from uh, Terry in the Equitable Bank uh, inbox. Uh, hi, guys. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. You just mentioned UCLA should cut ties with Chip Kelly. So Ryan Day's not going to call plays at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, man, is the best thing that happened to Ryan Day, Michigan, won a national title? Because Ohio State is just accumulating talent for 24 and 25. So Ryan Day's not going to call plays. Right. Bill O'Brien is up in the air. Chip Kelly is being mentioned as the new OC at Ohio State, which – be very, very afraid. Chip Kelly can design yeah. plays, and then you give him that kind of talent. Chip Kelly mm-hmm. at Ohio State is scary for the rest of the Big Ten. But Terry adds this, and this is a good point, that I guess it makes sense, but I hadn't really thought about it because I'm all in on Chip Kelly is screwing over the players that are left at UCLA, is what if a what if a doomsday scenario happens where UCLA does and then comes after Tony White as a head coach? I wonder. Oh. It crossed my mind, but I'd... yeah, I mean his stock is through the roof right now too. Eesh. Pete would Carroll's Wilhite... open for a job. Hey, what would Keona Wilhite do? I know. <laughs> I mean, poor guy. Drive there for I, Tucson. I will say this: I think even though I know what UCLA means to Tony White. We might be. I'm a time. Uh, man, I'm a timing's everything I, guy. I, I, I want to say it's February eighth. Mm, you never say never. I, I think you would be like, man, I, I'm riding and dying with the guys here. Uh, I, I don't know what they would do. They would have to have their AD has to have in mind somebody right now yeah. to make the pivot because they, the window opens for thirty days, mm-hmm. which is just. And then there's so some, you want to have a dude. Du- hey, there's some dudes at UCLA. Man, Deion Sanders will be pulling up, and he'll be uh-huh. pulling up to Westwood, and so will a lot of other coaches if that happens. Yeah. Um, but that man, there's a lot of smoke with Chip Kelly to Ohio State, which man, Chip Kelly designing plays with Will Howard at quarterback and that talent with Henderson in the backfield mm-hmm. and those wide receivers. Whoa, watch out! Um, Bob writes in. Did you guys see Ed Cooley uh, had a little bit of a moment last night? Apparently, he's uh, well this- paid. Yeah, so a student said to Cooley, that's $7 million per win. Cooley walked over and said, you know what? I'm, I'm rich as an MFer. I'm rich as blank. Jerry Carino, who covers Seton Hall and the Big East, said, I swear that just happened. Flex on him, Ed. Wow. Also, you're picking up. Ed, is, is Ed yeah. trying to play the, uh, a little bit more of the villain role now? Now that he's at Georgetown, is, is there a little bit more of a villain-esque? To to well, Ed, or is that I just mean, he, or is, is he just is he just tired of the criticism? I right think now? he's tired of. Well, he's also he's he's never kind of lost like this before, mm-hmm. so you know yeah. he gets squeezed a little bit. I, I think they're gonna. I think he's gonna be fine at I Georgetown, but he is because of the the leaving Providence to Georgetown. He's like fair game for an for everybody in the Big East. Apparently, yeah. And you know, as as we said, um, there are no boundaries. Nope. No. I don't think uh, you're gonna just because Creighton. I don't think Creighton fans are gonna give Ed that much grief, though. Especially when they're taking the cues from Mac. Mac loves Ed. 
I don't think the Creighton fans are going to give him that. That's just my read on it. Uh, do they care uh, that much about Ed? I mean, I, I shouldn't say do they care, but do, are, do Creighton fans feel, feel like they got to weigh in on this war? Like they were slighted. No, I mean, because Mac and Ed Cooley have a great relationship. Right. So it also, we're not living on the East Coast. Okay, we're not around Providence people. We're not around mm. Georgetown people. So it doesn't have it doesn't resonate here like it does on the East Coast, right. where you know. Again, Providence is good mafia town, man. I wouldn't mess with anybody at Providence. <laughs> so you, you I, brought I, that I would, up earlier. I would, Devin Carter, bad man. City of Providence, mm, not built for everybody. I'm just wondering if, like the <laughs> official on the Ashworth three, if he was getting ready to even bring the whistle near his mouth that he looked over and saw like two finger Jack giving him this sign of uh-uh. yeah. put a lid on it uh, on and that, that whistle completely went back down that it was not going to happen. Yeah, uh, I'm not, they're they're I'm all gonna, over the, the arena. I'm not going to pull a Bishop here, so I'm not going to respond to that. <laughs> Touche. Uh, Bellevue West Joey chimes into the equitable bank inbox where they take banking personally. When you mentioned uh, Matt rule this morning, it reminded me to ask, what the hell is up with Scott Shanley still throwing shade at rule? So Scott Shanley hasn't been on our show for now well over a year. He completely ghosted us. Yeah, we're we're very happy that he was communicating on Twitter because for a while, remember, he went on a vacation. And he we went to were, Hawaii. Yeah, we were talk cur- to you when we get back. We were curious if he ever came back. He, well, I mean, he came back. Um, he tweeted. So uh, Scott last night quote tweeted, uh, uh, Nick, uh, Nick down at uh, 93.7 The Ticket, uh, was at the press conference yesterday. And, you know, when rules started talking about Brock Purdy, that he brought him up at the Panthers draft and he got oh, vetoed yeah. on that. Yeah. You know, uh, part of me was like, ah, that's the, that's the pastor's kid that's got on a riff now. And he's just kind of, we're free flowing and who knows. <laughs> yeah. But Scott quote tweeted it last night with a, uh, a laughing emoji, MR excuse maker. Who made him sign Bridgewater, trade for Darnold, trade for Mayfield, draft Matt Carell, and use every pick on defense? This guy is something else. Never his fault. Oh, yeah, and fired Joe Brady on a bye week. Same coach saved the Bills' offensive season as an OC. The NFL experience was an abjunct failure. Yeah. The the Nebraska experience is a lot better. Let's just put it that way. But – they're never going to break bread, even though his brother Andrew has uh, had a lot of contact with Nebraska coaches, hmm. and and as like a good a good resource in the yeah. Houston area. I I don't know. I'm not going to get caught up into it. That's that's something that is the past, and it will it it it, it won't change. It won't change whatsoever. Um, one more email here, and then we got to take a quick break. Um, this is from John Nick. I know that because Rule and Satterfield screwed up thinking Sims could be fixed. And there are no other quarterbacks on the team that were any better. The offense had to be changed, but Rule better have a short lease on Satterfield. He gets very defensive he when does. people want to talk about Satterfield. Yep. I mean, that's he 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 bristled up yesterday. He can't be allowed to call bad games, and the true freshman quarterback needs to be put into plays that are going to succeed, not plays that Satterfield just wants to call. Well, and this is where okay, do you trust what Matt Rule said yesterday? And this goes back to okay, where are you at with Matt Rule when it comes to being giving you full disclosure on everything that they're going to try to do offensively when it comes to communication? And that is, it, do you truly have now as a as an assistant offensive coordinator or a co offensive coordinator or collaborator, if you will, in Glenn Thomas? 
will Glenn Thomas be sort of the, the missing part of that? Will Marcus Satterfield working with the tight ends, will that give him better perspective? Matt Rule gave examples of when all of those guys were working together and how it did work and they stacked up a lot of wins. He made sure he made reference to that, but I do think the fact that Glenn Thomas is in that room and they are, again, quote, collaborating, I think is the the part of that conversation that you just have to take Matt Rule's word on it, that if you'll see improvement when it comes to, I think the most important thing that was brought up just there, that is having your freshman quarterback in a, a position to succeed. And are you are you designing an offense? Are you developing a guy, but are you designing an offense that is going to best fit that to where he's able to come along? That's that's the biggest part of it. Uh, Satterfield leads consistent quarterback play, a consistent run game, and a defense that gives you extra possessions by forcing turnovers. Um, and so there's more to there there's there's more to that relationship that was discussed yesterday um, that uh, we will uh, dive into. Uh, quick break. We'll come back with uh, more. It's mornings with Sharp and Hanley on sixteen twenty. The Zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.